Eight Big 12 football teams right now are getting odds to make the college football playoff that only trails the SEC. You heard that right. Welcome in. I'm Pete Mundo, Heartland College Sports. We cover the Big 12, and we are so glad you're here. Yes, we're talking college football because why the heck not? We love the sport. We're glad you're a part of the show. And we appreciate you hopping on on YouTube. Throw that thumbs up on the bottom of the screen. Of course, leave us a a comment. Subscribe to the channel as well so you never miss a show. Meantime, if you're on the podcast, drop that five-star rating and review. So um, odds came out from BetOnline on who is going to make the 12-team college football playoff in 2024. First year of the 12-team playoff. And the Big 12 had eight teams getting odds. Leading the way was Kansas State, seventh in the country, minus 200 to make the college football playoff. That means you put down $2 to win one, one to two odds, not two to one, one to two odds. This model from Bet Online is giving Kansas State a 67% chance to make the college football playoff next year. I think Kansas State's going to be great, but I just don't think anybody in the Big 12 should have odds above 50% to make the playoff. What they're basically saying there is they think that Kansas State has a 67% chance to win the Big 12, because if you win the Big 12, you're automatically in the college football playoff. But in this league, that is going to be wildly unpredictable. Kansas State's going to be one of my favorites, I believe. But to give anybody a 67% chance to make the playoffs seems really high. And, you know, I want every Big 12 team to be there in the conversation. I couldn't put anybody at 67%, but I saw these numbers from Bet Online and I was blown away that Kansas State has the seventh best odds in the country and number one odds in the Big 12, 67% to make the college football playoff next year. After that was Utah coming in at 52% chance for the Utes to make the college football playoff. That was good for ninth in the country. Just outside the top 10, Arizona, 2-1 to odds, 33% chance that Arizona makes the college football playoff. And then it gets pretty wild. Take a guess who had the fourth best odds in the Big 12 to make the college football playoff. I've given you Kansas State. I've given you Utah. I've given you Arizona. Just drop a quick comment on Facebook or YouTube right now. I'll let it pause here for about 10 seconds and just leave a comment on who you think had the fourth best odds in the Big 12 to make the college football playoff. All right, going once, going twice. K-State, Utah, and Arizona are off the board. Randy, you nailed it, brother, right out of the gates. Kansas. The Jayhawks going into year four of Lance Leipold have the fourth best odds in the Big 12 to make the college football playoff. I kid you not. What a job by Lance Leipold. The fact that they are even in the conversation. If I told KU fans after you blow out Les Miles, the disaster of an experiment that was, that you're going to have this dude come in from Buffalo And you're going to have college football playoff odds in year four. Okay, fine. We're expanding the playoff, but neither here nor there. You've got odds of about 28% to make the playoff. You'd slap me upside the head and call me nuts. 
And you'd have every reason to do that. But here we are. The Kansas Jayhawks, 28% chance to make the college football playoff per bet online. After that in the Big 12, uh, Texas Tech is down at 15% chance to make the playoff. 11-2 odds there. Iowa State, 12.5% chance to make the playoff. 7-1 to one odds for the Cyclones. Oklahoma State is at 8-1 to one odds. Below K-State, Utah, Arizona, KU, Texas Tech, and Iowa State. I'm surprised by that. Because Oklahoma State is going to go into next season with probably top three expectations in most major polls in the Big 12. I'd probably say top two. I don't want to overreact to Ollie Gordon coming back, but when you got Ollie Gordon coming back, leading the way, you're in pretty damn good shape. But Bet Online has Oklahoma State with an 11% chance to make the playoff, and that is seventh best in the Big 12. And then also getting odds in this league to make the college football playoff at 22 to 1. Colorado. That's right. The Colorado Buffaloes with Coach Prime come in the eighth team in the Big 12 getting playoff odds. These were only teams that have odds at 25 or 1 or better. That's it. 25 to 1 or better was the cutoff for this bet online poll. We wrote about it on heartlandcollegesports.com if you haven't seen it there covering the Big 12 conference. But I was watching this and looking at these numbers and I'm just blown away. So for the Big 12, they have eight teams getting odds at 25 to 1 or better to make the playoff. The SEC has 11. The Big 10 also has eight with the Big 12. And then the ACC has five. When you look at the top of this list, just so we're on the same page here and you know, Ohio State, Georgia, Oregon, Texas, all over 80% chance of making the college football playoff. But the Big 12 is right there with the Big 10. They both have eight teams in the mix that are getting odds at 25 to 1 or better to make the playoff. That's pretty good. I mean, all this talk about the power two, the big two, I don't deny the SEC is going to be head and shoulders the best college football conference in the country. I, I, I readily accept that. However, the notion that the Big Ten is head and shoulders above as number two, I'm not buying. Yes, we know Michigan just won a national title. We know what Ohio State is. We understand that. And we also know that, you know, Oregon's in the mix now and Washington and, you know, USC. And I, I get it. I really do. But frankly, I mean, you know, Oregon's a team that's been a hit or miss. Washington had a great run last year. Before that, uh, you know, they're a top 25 program, but are they much more? And USC, okay. I mean, they had one good year under Lincoln Riley. They were a bust last year. I'm not saying they're not going to be good, but I'm not going to overreact to... USC going to the Big Ten when it's been way too long since they've been consistently a powerhouse program. And if you think the travel for USC is going to help them, it's not. It's going to hurt them. It's going to be difficult for USC. I haven't looked at their schedule, but it's not going to be easy to do the amount of travel that USC is going to have to do. And then the complaining and crying and bitching and moaning from Lincoln Riley, that's a whole nother issue. So, Lincoln Riley, by the way, playing November games potentially in places like Wisconsin, State College, Pennsylvania, 
Ann Arbor, Michigan, that ain't Lincoln Riley football. I promise you that. Lincoln Riley, and I'm not saying he's got a lot of those games, but he will over the years. So I'm not buying this USC renaissance under Lincoln Riley in the Big Ten. In fact, this was the worst move that Lincoln Riley could have had. He would have been better off with USC in the SEC than he would have had him in the Big Ten. He could still recruit Southern California in the SEC. Um, you know, he could do all his hotshot LA stuff, but he wouldn't have to go to Iowa City in mid-November where it's going to be 15 degrees and snowing. That ain't Lincoln Riley. That's not USC. And you put those two together in that environment, that is not a recipe for success. So I'm going to pump the brakes big time on USC making any kind of serious moves in the Big Ten until I see it with my own two eyes. Here's what else is interesting. I mentioned Texas has an 83% chance to make the college football playoff next year, right? Well, um, Oklahoma, down near the bottom, a 9% chance for OU to make the playoff. OU's chances to make the playoff are below seven Big 12 teams. K-State, Utah, Arizona, Kansas, Texas Tech, Iowa State, and Oklahoma State all have better odds than OU to make the college football playoff. Put that into perspective for a second. That is not what OU fans want to see. They can scream and crow and pound their chests and get fired up about how, you know, they're going to the SEC and they're going to leave the Big 12 in the rearview mirror and the whole thing. Technically, when it comes to making the playoff, seven Big 12 teams have better odds than OU to make the playoff. Of these eight Big 12 teams listed, only Colorado has lower odds than OU to make the playoff. So be careful what you wish for. I will always believe that OU kind of got dragged to the SEC by Texas. Texas wanted to make this move, and that was that, and there was no talking them out of it. And it was like, hey, OU, come with us to the SEC for the big payday. If not, you're going to potentially be stuck in this conference that could blow up. Because remember, when OU and Texas left, there was a conversation about whether or not the Big 12 was going to exist. But I think if you were to ask OU right now with the makeup of the Big 12, and OU fans are never going to admit this, but I'm saying privately, the university, all else is equal. I don't think it would be as big of a slam dunk as it has been. Do I think they'd probably leave? Yes. The money's just too good in the SEC right now. But if you told them, hey, the makeup of this league in the Big 12, Brett Yormark leading it, they would think longer about it than they probably did almost three years ago when Bob Bowlesby was in charge. Not a knock on Bob Bowlesby. It just had a different feel. And OU probably thought in hindsight, hey, if we don't go, we're going to be left in the dust. We are screwed. We do not have a home, potentially. The Big 12 is over, because that's what I'm sure Texas was saying behind closed doors. I'm sure that's part of what was going on. So that's where you've got to look at it and say to yourself, if you're a Big 12 fan or an OU fan, I get why they did it. I do. But I don't think they're going to like the results over the next 10 years compared to the last 10 years. I just don't. Um, and that's, that's, you know, they're not going to be Nebraska, but it's not going to be what it was. I promise you that.
Now, when you look at the college football playoff, by the way, I'm Pete Mundo, Heartland College Sports. Thanks for being here. Share the show. Hit the thumbs up on YouTube. Like it on uh, Facebook and leave the five-star rating and review on the podcast if you could. The podcast and the YouTube page and the channel are just growing tremendously, and it's because you guys are sharing it. No other reason. I mean, that's literally it. You guys are sharing the show. You're making this show what it is. I'm doing it, but you guys are making it happen. And I genuinely thank you for that and uh, really appreciate you being here as a part of it. So I want to touch on this for a few minutes because the Big 12 is very unlikely to ever host a college football playoff game in the 12-team format. So let me explain that in case you're not caught up to speed. 12 teams will make the playoffs starting next year. The top four highest-ranked conference champions are going to get buys, seeds one through four. Conference champions, not the highest four seeds, the best four teams. The highest four-ranked conference champions get those buys. And then five will host the 12 seed, the six will host the 11, so on and so forth, seven and 10, eight and nine. So teams ranked five through eight, the at-large bids, they will host first-round playoff games, and then it will go to neutral site games after that, the old traditional bowl games, once you cut it down to eight. So it's going to be very difficult for the Big 12 to end up hosting any games on Big 12 campuses because now that we're down to Power 4, there are no Power 5 conferences. There's only a Power 4. The likelihood is that the Big 12 conference champion is going to be in that top four. Unless there's some undefeated group of five that ends up getting ranked higher than the Big 12 conference champion, in which case the Big 12 team could end up hosting a playoff game. But in all likelihood, the group of five champion will be ranked below the Power 4 champions. So in that scenario, the Big 12 winner will have a top four seed. They'll get a bye in the first round. They won't have to play a playoff game at home. So then you're saying, okay, well, what about if the Big 12 gets two teams in? What if they get a second team into the playoff? Entirely possible. I don't think it's likely every year, but it's possible. But do you think that that team at large is going to be ranked 5, 6, 7, or 8? Or is it more likely that they're going to be ranked 9, 10, 11, or 12? I say this just speaking the truth. The likelihood is the latter. If the Big 12 does ever get two teams in in some years, they're not going to have a conference champion and then a team in the top four at large. Very unlikely. More likely, if they get a team in, a second team in, they'll probably be 9, 10, 11, or 12 and have to go on the road in the first round of the college football playoff. That's the most likely scenario for the Big 12 conference. So in this new format, it's highly unlikely that the Big 12 will find itself in a position to host playoff games. Not impossible if there's chaos. If there's an undefeated group of five, if there's a big upset in the SEC and the group of five sneaks in, or there's a big upset in the Big 12, I don't know. You know, if an undefeated, like, give you a great example. Undefeated TCU goes into a Big 12 championship game and loses to Kansas State like a couple of years ago. Kansas State technically would get one of those four buys because Kansas State is the Big 12 champ. 
But TCU, with that being their first loss and that being overtime, field goal, the whole thing, in that case, they would probably have a home playoff game as one of the top four at-large selections by the committee. So two years ago, great example, would have likely happened for the Big 12 to host a playoff game. Most years, highly unlikely the Big 12 will end up hosting a college football playoff game. So just putting it out there, if you were hoping that your team was likely to host one, based on how it's stacked right now, it's not likely to host one. Because you're likely to have a lot of these, I hate to say it, but once again, just calling it straight, more likely to have the at-large teams and at-large selections having an SEC bias because of the committee. Once again, that's a fact. And um, more likely to have those at-large teams ranked higher than any other Big 12 team so they would host the games in the first round. That's how this is most likely to go. All right. Um, Check us out on YouTube. Let's see what we got here. Pete, I'll take the under on Colorado and the over on Kansas. The Colorado love is so strange to me. I mean, when you look at Colorado... The I mean, I would put Colorado, their win total at probably four and a half. If you look at that schedule for Colorado, you got to be sitting there and saying to yourself, okay, where are the wins for Colorado football? It's not an easy schedule. I mean, nothing is easy in the Big 12, but it's not easy for Colorado. They got North Dakota State to open up the season. That's no cakewalk. Then you've got Nebraska looking for revenge. You got Colorado State who almost beat them last year. Baylor for homecoming, one of their easier games. You got to go to UCF. You got Kansas State. You got Arizona in back-to-back weeks. Those are two teams that are going to be at the top of the conference. Then you've got Cincinnati. Then you've got you know Texas Tech, Utah, Kansas, Oklahoma State to wrap up the season. That is a brutal stretch in November for Colorado. Once again, go to Tech, home to Utah, go to Lawrence, home to Oklahoma State. Prime is in a position where he literally may be looking at another 4-8 and eight season at Colorado. That is far from impossible. Noel writes, uh, UCF is winning the Big 12 and making a run in the playoffs. Uh, listen, UCF is probably a team that I'm going to look at as not just a sleeper, but possibly a top four finisher in this conference. Now, Gus Malzahn, the question has always been, dating back to his time at Auburn, development, some in-game question marks, what does that look like um, as a season progresses? All fair. I mean, UCF was a couple of bounces from being 9-3 and three last year. That Baylor game was just a disaster. Um, the way they blew that game, the Oklahoma game they could have won. I mean, they're a play here, a play there from being 9-3 and three instead of 6-6. Six and six. And they had a very good offseason. So I like UCF, uh, Noel. I think you're on to something there with UCF next year, no doubt about it. And it's amazing, too, to tie it back to where this conversation started. There are eight Big 12 teams that are getting odds to make the 12-team college football playoff from Bet Online. We wrote about this at Heartland College Sports today. But none of them are UCF. How crazy is that? Let me just, yeah. No, none of them are UCF. But who's on the list? K-State, Utah, Arizona, Kansas, Texas Tech, Iowa State, Oklahoma State, and Colorado. 
how Colorado has odds. But once again, it's about what Vegas, you know, is 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 a, a predicting to happen. And people are going to bet on Prime to make the playoff because they're just dumb and like to lose money. I mean, you might as well give it to a charity at that point. Utah, excuse me, Colorado is not making the college football playoff this year. It's comical to even have that conversation. But UCF should be in there. UCF should be ahead of Colorado and, frankly, some of the other teams of the Big 12 who are getting odds to make the playoff at this point in time. So, listen, I I know I'm sitting here in February talking college football playoff odds, but I like to give you guys football content in the offseason because I am just itching for it. I don't know about you, but gosh, do I crave it. I love basketball. March Madness is around the corner. We've got plenty of basketball content coming up that we're going to be talking about here on the show. But it's always football, man. It's always football. As it should be, by the way. Jeff, Ema, just say Avery Johnson. I'll say Avery Johnson all day, baby. I think he's going to be one of the top three quarterbacks in the Big 12. But that being said, you still have a guy who's walking into the job um, for the first time as a starter. There's a lot of experience at that position of quarterback in the Big 12. And Avery Johnson, as talented as he is, and he's uber-talented, he's still going to have to, you know, hit some bumps on the road as every single Big 12 quarterback and college football quarterback has to deal with at some point when they get named the starter. I'm Pete Mundo. We're Heartland College Sports. Thank you for being here. If you want one of the Heartland College Sports koozies, I'm trying to find one. Here it is. You want one of these? What do you have to do? Leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Send me a screenshot to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. We'll get you hooked up. Subscribe on YouTube. Thank you guys for being here. And uh, join our free message boards. We'd love to see you on there. Go to the website, heartlandcollegesports.com, and uh, we'll be talking to you on there. We appreciate you guys. Go Big 12. A lot of great content coming your way, hoops and much more. The Big 12 tournament's around the corner. We'll be covering that sucker in Kansas City, and we'll talk to you soon. Have a great day, and go Big 12.